1: forward to Peyton just getting steamrolled like most of the season. that's he be, held here. It'd be very funny to me if he was just a NFC South merchant. Like, if he was just not built for the West or the AFC, really, that'd be very funny. He'd beat Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. Sick, dude. That's not difficult.
2: Uh, <laughs> Three weeks in, him and Russ are like, bro, can you believe how cooked we are and how much they gave for us? like We, they we both, know the Ponzi scheme is up. They both beat Peyton Manning. welcome back it is nfl division preview time we are through the afc east we are through the nfc east if you have not checked out those videos please do so we are on now to the afc west we thank you for tapping in please hit that thumbs up as you come in scoob's here the mcmahon is here and we are talking through this afc west boys we got a big bad wolf out there and those kansas city chiefs which we'll get to but can any of these poor destitute franchise i didn't know how to say it can, can any of these raiders broncos chargers make any claim for them we'll talk through them starting with these las vegas raiders who did they add who they subtract what they do this offseason Coley? i feel like their biggest addition is the orb Vegas didn't have the orb
1: last offseason, and Scoob, I know what you're gonna say it's not, it can't play in the rain. It cannot play
0: in the it rain. It Can't play in the rain. I saw that yesterday. A little spot of rain
1: shut that bad boy right
0: down.
2: That orb ain't played nobody, Paul.
0: Check the forecast if you're gonna play the orb that day.
1: But outside of the orb, they added Austin Hooper, Jacoby Myers. Uh, James Illuminor, who is a swing tackle that I think may have even been there last year, but was with the Patriots prior to that. Jerry Tillery, uh, D-Lyman from a uh, division d lineman, And, oh, yeah, they swapped out quarterbacks. They got rid of Derek Carr for older Derek Carr and Jimmy G.
2: He didn't do shit but step back. I'll work it into every single one, if you let me. Every single one. Is Jimmy G to – or excuse me, Derek Carter, Jimmy G, do we think – is that a talent upgrade? Is that a – I think it's a downgrade.
0: I don't really – I'm kind of down on Jimmy G now. Now? Well, (laughs) I feel like in, in in the 49ers scheme, in their structure, they get the best out of the quarterback. I feel like outside of that, I don't think Jimmy G is half as good as he was in that 49ers structure.
2: That's tough when you're saying Jimmy G not half as good as Derek Carr. That is. I mean. Devastating.
0: And he got off to such a terrible start, too. He almost didn't get side of the team. He was, like, injured. He almost didn't get his health clearance in time.
2: It sounded like it still might be voided any day. I feel like I'm the <laughs> they're like, no, 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 no. He's fine. He's not. That arm is not, or shoulder, whatever leg is not going to fall off the bone Yeah, I think it's well, his
1: foot, right? His is leg?
2: Is that what it is? Some, so, it's yeah. his
0: ankle, something like that.
1: Part part of of he, he has
2: the injury history. So part
1: of it's Aiden O'Connell's been like by far the best rookie quarterback in the preseason. He is, this is per Warren Sharp, among 48 quarterbacks with 20-plus preseason dropbacks. No one's thrown it deeper than O'Connell. He's averaging 11 air yards per attempt, which is number one. He's completed 72% of his attempts for 8.4 yards per attempt, He's number one in EPA per attempt. He's number two in success percentage. I don't know what that means. He's number one in first down percentage, number one in touchdown percentage, and number one in third down percentage. And now I don't know what success percentage means, but if you're number one in first down and touchdown and third down percentage, that feels like the most success you can have in football. You're so You're doing probably something
2: right.
1: Number one in success percentage, too. I'm, I'm vetoing whoever number one is.
2: I think it's like if you get more than the expected. It's like normally teams that gets into defense get five yards on a first down run. You got six. I think that success plays into that. But either way, if you're toward the top, you're doing something right.
1: They also swapped out Waller for basically rookie Michael Meyer, who a lot of people did have his tight end one. Hmm. It's looking more like Dalton Kincaid was the real tight end one just through two preseason games. But he could certainly turn out to be The guy everyone projected him to be and hit the
2: ground running.
0: Do we think Devontae Adams ends the season on this team?
2: I don't know what his contract situation looks like, but this is an interesting one. Like if it just doesn't work and they just want to go Aiden, uh, is it O'Connell or McConnell?
0: O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell.
2: If they're like next year, like we're not paying Jacobs, we're trading, (laughs) Waller's out this year, Adams out next year, we're turning it all the way over, maybe so. But it's going to be ugly this year, kind of. I don't want to watch a whole lot of this team. Don't look at that. Don't look at this. What kind of schedule are they looking at this year? There's no crazy sustained, tough stretch.
1: I mean, they play at Denver week one. I'm sure that's not super easy playing at Denver for anyone. And then they go. They start off with two games on the road at Denver and at the Bills. Not great. But it really isn't until, like, it's kind of okay until this stretch, Week 10 through Week 16. That's when they oh play no. the Chiefs twice. There's a bye in there, too. So they okay. they go Jets at home, which that's Week 10. We'll very much know who the Jets are by that point. At the Dolphins, so you're already going <laughs> to the other side of the country and then to come home and play the Chiefs. That's just like kind of a fuck you. Like, yeah, we're going to make you travel a ton and then play the
2: Chiefs. Get they
1: get a bye, and that's December. They don't get their bye until the first December 3rd is their bye, which
2: That's ridiculous. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I'm they sorry, There,
2: the- Your bye week should not start before week six, and it shouldn't be after week at 13. I don't know.
1: Right. The, then they get the Vikings at home off the bye, the Chargers at home off the bye, and then they go to at Kansas City. So that's I would say make or break, but they've they're definitely broken by that point. Like it doesn't <laughs> it's
0: hard to matter. Trap position at that point.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, we're already here, I fear. I did see I don't know what metrics they're different ones that they have the second toughest schedule okay. leading into this season. So maybe there is no tough stretch because it's all just a rock fight. That's what I mean like even the, two two games on the road you shouldn't no
1: one should get two road games to start the season the it should start, very much be like one and one like no chance it should be two
2: one and five Thursday night game two it's all good
1: and then the first home games the Steelers which like two classic franchises I'm sure that place will be packed with Pittsburgh like that'll be a road game at home correct then at the Chargers home for Green Bay home for the Patriots which went hilariously last year hopefully it's a much more sane game this year disagree if if they're going to be serious they kind of have to be 500 by weeks or after week six because then they get at chicago at the lions and then both new york teams back to back they can't go into this at dolphins game anything less than like six and four if they're just trying to get like a wild card spot
2: if jimmy g respectfully has already gotten hurt by then and his backup has gone on to be much better than him again Maybe you're right there. Six and eleven last year. Their number is seven and a half for this year. Too low, Scoob. Too high. That's <laughs> way too
0: high. Double, double lower. They're gonna win like
1: two games.
2: Mick, you going lower?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Fake lower.
2: Yeah, no. Truly optimist. I can't do it here. I just I'm going lower as well. Even if like the best thing for them is. O'Connell and Meyer and all these guys getting run and trading Adams. If you think you could still get some, you know, maybe a first round pick or a high pick form getting rid of McDaniels. But this is of course the year they'll win 13 games and the division. I'll just be wrong about it. I'm going lower.
0: I don't think I could name outside of Chandler Jones, Max Crosby, and Marcus Peters. I could not name a single guy on the defense looking at the depth chart.
2: It's
1: grim. It's a grim everywhere on this team is grim.
2: It's a lower across the board from the gang, right? None yeah. of us believe in these. I'm sorry.
1: You can put me five and a
2: half lower. Like, ah, seven and a halves. Crazy to yeah, me. <laughs> early on, I was like, am I just picking too much higher?"s I was like, no, we haven't got to the real slums <laughs> of the league. I got some lowers <laughs> than me, buddy, including for these Raiders. Moving on up.
0: Are we moving on up?
2: I was going to say, possi- we're moving a direction. That much I can say for certain sideways to these Denver Broncos. Their number is eight and a half. We'll get back to that. They were five and 12 last year, but they did lose six games where the defense allowed less than 20 points. So it's just like the defense is clamps. If y'all could just get six field goals, like any kind of luck (laughs) we're walking into the playoffs. What'd these Broncos do this off season?
1: Uh, They kind of addressed all the meat and potatoes positions. Like they gave Zach Allen a big contract, and people were very split on that. They didn't know we'll we'll find out how good Zach Allen is. In Denver,
2: it's like they agree he's good, but they were it was like the contract is what right. people were questioning.
1: And I kind of understand it. They gave up so much capital to get Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, you're not going to get any young guys through the draft necessarily. So yeah, let's let's just give out a big contract to anyone willing to come here.
2: They got Peyton. I think their biggest addition was subtracting Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. That just feels like the move. That's what Peyton's called. <laughs> yeah. Uh, repeatedly. And rudely. <laughs>
0: they also, they did lose some a player to betting. Uh, what was his name? Ioma U- Urizi Rike. They lost him.
2: It's the proud season.
0: I think he's out for the season. I think he might be going to jail. Like, he might be going to federal, <laughs> federal prison. So, so he won't
2: play at week 16? He won't be there after the bye?
0: I, I, I believe he was one of the guys that was betting on his own games when he was in college. So could be in a lot of trouble.
2: <laughs> Sounds like it. If you're talking about <laughs> uh, federal prison. I know that after uh, Nate Hackett stopped calling the plays for the five weeks, four out of the five weeks, they scored at least 24 points. They hadn't did that all year. We're right. calling the game. So if it's just like, hey, man, we went from F to C, I can't remember who stepped in for him last year. We've had our talks on here. Is Sean Payton S tier? Some believe he is, some believe he isn't. But it's like, can he just be better than that? That's what they're hoping.
0: You would certainly think the offense is going to be schemed a lot better. Russ will be put into better positions to not be as ass as he was last year.
2: a delay play of games.
0: Forward. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that.
2: What young guys are they looking to take a step, Colin?
1: Well, one other guy, too, because we were talking about their line. I remember people were pumped about Alex Forsythe, and he went in the seventh round out of Oregon. But people were like, I think he had a really good senior bowl or or the, the other bowl that was out in He had one of those bowls he dominated. So I was I was shocked he went that late. He could definitely, offensive line, doesn't matter where you're taking. You can contribute immediately. Uh, Greg Dolchik. Was solid last year uh, as a rookie, so if he can take another step. I'm trying to see. He needs to get
0: better as a blocker because Peyton really
1: likes his tight ends to
0: block, and that's what he's been struggling with. He's a really good receiver, though.
2: They he's pretty also, much all they had down the stretch. Yeah, mm-hmm. they. I
1: mean, they had a decent amount of picks last year, but not a ton of guys who played necessarily or played well, I should say. Like Nick Benito is an edge <laughs> out of Oklahoma. They got him in the second round. He was a rookie edge, so it's maybe he can take a step and help and they'll need that with the departure of Chubb. And Randy
2: uh, Gregory played six games last that's year. Right. That's so right. So it's like will will he be there? And if he's not, he'll still need some help on the other side. What's that schedule looking like?
1: So it's it's hard to say there's any tougher stretch than week five through eight. They've made week five tougher by Sean Payton talking about the Jets incessantly. So that's become the Super Bowl, as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Where's it at? It's at home for Denver, so hack hack it going in there and winning would be (laughs) unlikely based on what we've seen him do in Denver.
2: Getting carried off by uh, his, (laughs) his players as they leave mile high.
1: Then they go at Chiefs, Green Bay at home, Chiefs at home. So they get the Chiefs twice in three weeks. One's on a Thursday coming off the Jets game. So they have to play a battle against the. this What I'm saying is this season's over by week six. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 0-6 so the going into that game. Yep. So. They, also come, they come out of the bye and they play at Buffalo. So that's that's... <laughs>
2: Yeah, this a cure what ails you. They have them as the tenth toughest schedule, but these—I get I, maybe it's just the stretches and when they are. Because, like you said, if they're not treading water by that week six, seven, then give it up probably.
1: Listen, I mean it's it's the Raiders week one at home. Then they get the Commanders week two at home. They could very easily be looking at two and zero. They go at Miami. Who knows if two is still alive by then? That, if, who know? And you've got PS two to go up against Tyreek. You could for sure neutralize some things there. Then you play at the Bears Week four. There's a world where they're four and zero. Like it's not impossible. Three and
2: one. At, like even if you're three and one, you're like we're feeling great right now.
1: Right. And then you, if you don't beat the Jets, it's done. It's over. Like I, <laughs> it's <laughs> completely over.
2: Don't play the rest of the games.
1: No. And they they
0: do have a little bit of a, a tough stretch late too. They they um week 14 to 17, they do the double again. They play Chargers, Lions, Patriots and the Chargers again. So
2: that's interesting, but like I feel like all four of those teams could be in playoff like games that mm-hmm. will matter. Yeah. Down the stretch for everybody. So you know you getting nobody rested up, nobody's locked up the home field.
1: And even right before that stretch, they play at Houston. Now Houston's not scaring anybody, but their defense is no joke. So right. it's like that's your that's your warm up game to go into that stretch.
2: Will Anderson spinning Mike McGlinchey around <laughs> uh, like a dreidel <laughs> Four and a half sack, six pressures.
1: Those are three straight road games too. December they're at the first time they're at home in December is Christmas Eve. <laughs> and, it's, and it's Bill Belichick.
2: <laughs> so cake. <Yeah. laughs> uh, eight and a half is the number for these Denver Broncos. Five and 12 last year, as I mentioned. Eight and a half this year. What do we say on eight and a half for these Denver Broncos?
0: Vegas, you've done it again.
1: Um, Push.
2: Yeah. <laughs> i'm going higher on these broncos man again i'm just hack it to peyton alone might be your three win like two three win i'm hoping russ is not as cooked sutton a year off the injury i'm going hot like nine like very i don't think this team wins the division and probably does we'll see how wild card shakes out i probably don't have him in the playoffs I'll take higher than eight and a half, though. Maybe nine, oh, 9 7 and one for these for these Broncos. They're tying. That's my call. These Broncos will will tie a game this season.
1: I'm, I'm so torn.
2: I'm
1: going lower. It's That's
2: why it, they make the big bucks.
1: It's that. It's that week five. Like I said, I I feel like I laid it out, kind of like. They're like the Dolphins in a sense to me. I could see that. I don't. I can't see them winning the division. No circumstance could I see that. I could see them being a borderline playoff contender. They have all of the pieces needed to be a confident team. Sean Payton going in there and just immediately taking shots at the last guy makes me feel like he knows this team isn't really that good. And there's no other explanation for it. And eighty nine keeps saying like. Sean Payton has like a timing based offense, and that's not what Russ does. Like I don't know that these two are going to work well together. I I have to go lower.
2: Scoob, which one? I know you're wavering where where you end up on these these Denver.
1: I'm
0: really wavering. I'm really wavering here. And if if Champagne's the go, it's a higher right. If he's the go, it's a higher. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> I'm gonna go fuck. I'm going to... Mm.
2: There's no good pick here. I don't feel good about my pick. Coley doesn't feel good about his pick. And Scooby will not feel good about whatever you're about to say. I'm going to
0: go lower. Just I'm fading Russell Wilson. I just don't like Ross anymore. I just don't think... He, can, <laughs> he just doesn't cook. He just doesn't cook. <laughs> he does not Richard
2: Sherman said he's spitting right now. I'm, <laughs> if Again,
0: I'm I was my- if I was leading you into battle right now, you'd be looking around like, we really going to trust this guy? We're really going to trust this guy?
2: Anytime I see a picture of the family, I was like, "Wow, they having more kids." Russ, me feeling must be feeling pretty good. <laughs> Again, he just got to be better than last year, which is the, it's a very low bar. So I'll I'll take the higher. I don't feel good about it. I want that on the record as well. So put that like in the graphic, please. Withers does not feel good about this in the slightest. You could write it really tiny. On we move. Maybe up these Chargers, these Los Angeles Chargers. Their number is nine and a half. They were 10 and 7 last year, and they beat the Jaguars in the playoffs after going up 27 to 0. No, excuse me, they lost the playoff game to the Jaguars after going up 27 to 0. What did these Chargers do this offseason?
1: I'm, I'm trying to double check right now. Not much. <laughs> Like I, I keep looking, they were like, good as is. They were up twenty-seven zip. They like that's the thing. They were they. They brought in Eric Kendricks, who the, his biggest flaw is he's old. Um, everyone else is kind of just returning. Like, I, am I forgetting someone? I'm I'm looking at the roster top to bottom. It it's the same roster, which is not a bad thing. It's a good roster. A lot of their problems were health. Like Joey Bosa didn't even qualify because he didn't even get enough snaps. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if I if I recall, Ken
0: Jack's graphics of the amount of injuries at the end of the year were getting awfully red.
1: Yeah, Mac missed some time. Rashawn
2: uh, Slater missed what all year on the offensive line, but yes, yeah, Slater was her.
1: banged up. Asante missed time. Derwin's good for her, for a game off here and there. That's just what he is. Well, if I, you take that,
2: I think the last two he's played like fifteen a pop, and I'm like, I hope my boys like figured it out. But it's also like, I don't want to look up and see he played four games this upcoming season.
1: But I feel like they're coming off of a really, really solid draft class. They took Zion Johnson away from my Patriots. They just fucking took him right in our face. Didn't <laughs> care for that. He was solid. And then they took Jamari Saylor, who, let me yes, yeah, 195th overall. He was one of Georgia's starting tackles. He was good at Georgia. Everyone was like, I don't see it. And it's just like, what? what are you talking about? F- even if you don't really believe it, take him in the fifth. Why are you just letting this
2: right. guy if fall? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But <laughs> well, let's, yeah, let's just see if I'm wrong. They said they'll probably, Slater will be back to left tackle, so Sawyer probably kicks into guards. Zion Johnson will be the other guard. And the question I saw is Trey Pipkins for their right tackle. That's probably the weak spot or the question mark on their line. But outside of that, you look looking at a pretty solid line. I guess Kellen Moore is probably their biggest acquisition. Yeah. Yeah. Like coaching slash durability. So, Kellen Moore's in. I saw last year Herbert's yard per attempt was under seven, like behind Derek Carr, behind Zach Wilson, behind Marcus Mariota. So, if Kellen Moore is going to let Justin Herbert do Justin Herbert things, added another first-round receiver, Mike Williams back I don't think is broken anymore. For the time we'll being? Yeah, for the knock on wood.
0: I just wonder what, what their offense is going to look like first year with Kellen Moore because isn't his stuff usually pretty difficult? There might be a little some growing pains here.
2: Maybe so. I just feel like after watching his last year, maybe the last two, Herbert led the league in like yards to running backs. So if they're like, man, we will plea. If you would throw to the receivers or move it downfield with the weapons, with the arm you have, we can deal with complex. We just can't have you throwing 6.8 yards per attempt or whatever. That's just not the best what? use of our resources.
1: It was also, uh, was it Shinkaro? What's Gerald Everett's real name?
2: Uh, uh, Scarino. Scarino. Uh, Scarino.
1: Scarino. Like, because Mike Williams was kind of his only target for a while because Keenan Allen was hurt. So it was, all right, well, we're going to cover him. Yeah, throw to the running back or the tight end. We'll live with right. that. So Quentin Johnson even if I've been uh, brainwashed into thinking he's not great. There's plenty of up, like upside there. There's no doubt. I mean, playing in that TCU sure. offense, which they drafted the whole TCU offense, so all of that's here as well. Um, but if he just keeps improving and doesn't have to do a ton year one, if Keenan Allen stays on the field, still an excellent route runner, still going to be a problem for a, a secondary. And Mike Williams is... Uh, not a human being. Like he's a guy who broke his neck in college. And that really hasn't been much of a problem for his life. So if QJ could just be like option five on the offense, they Josh Palmer is still there to my knowledge. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's just, they have options. It's not so much off. Oh, one guy goes down the whole offense is boned. No, they've got more yeah. options. And I, I do. I feel like Kellen Moore was a little unfairly maligned uh, in, in Dallas. So I, th- I think it was a good pickup. And the numbers, as much as uh, humans with eyes hate them, the numbers have Brandon Staley as the best coach in football, like <laughs> in terms of calling plays. So if him, if, if they can get on the same page in that offensive room, yeah,
2: this team's going to haul. Counterpoint, they are the Chargers. It's a big counterpoint. It's a huge. You, they've, already they've already pissed off Eckler. They've
1: already pissed off Eckler.
2: By not paying or trading him or something new, a new pissing off.
1: All, uh, yes. <laughs> All of the Constant those.
2: pissing off, yeah.
1: I, I
0: do think this is a Joey Bosa double-digit sack here. I want to be on the record for when it happens. I might put yeah. that on some pickums. I think they got defense ones on underdog now.
2: I mean, it's if you think he plays double-digit games, he's probably getting double-digit sacks. That's just, yeah. is he going to play double-digit games?
1: Do we think he's extra motivated because Nick won deep boy last year?
2: I think and they're I so- motivated because... Who finished second? Hassan Redick, Because Hassan Redick finished second. That's what keeps <laughs> That's what keeps Bosa uh throwing iron around.
1: Because Biden's in office. Yeah, that's what
0: <laughs> that's, <laughs> And I think he shaved his head. He shaved his head because he was going bald. He so he, Is that why he, he shaved it? Is that why No, no, it's, it's it. a bus cut. It's a bus cut. It's a bus cut. It's so a bus cut. It's a bus cut. It's
2: a bus cut. Now it was too hot out in San Francisco. I skinned it, brother. What's the schedule look like? Do they have any I guess easy games on the road because that's where they play the best. What's their schedule looking like? Because you can't factor in any home field advantage, but they're better than average on the road.
1: Well, that's the thing. I was looking at their home games to see like what kind of fan bases they are because it is very like it does matter. Like not every mm-hmm. fan base is going to travel the same. And man, oh man, they get the Dolphins at home week one. They're Dolphins fans fucking everywhere, like everywhere. <laughs> They get the Raiders at week four. That's a, a division game anyways, so that was already gonna have a bunch of Raiders people. Then they get first of all they have a week five bye, so that's October eighth. Too bye. soon. Yeah, that's right. Too, too soon. soon. <laughs> we don't even know anything yet. Like
2: I'm not even hurt. Like,
0: uh-huh. You're not even I feel like you're not even tired at that point, like an NBA right? an NFL player, like you're not tired at week four.
2: Yeah, no, if you are, you're like, I'm going to be a lot more tired and hurt. Week yeah. 16, I'll be wishing I had this Not come, three months ago.
1: They come off the bye to get the Cowboys at home. They will be traveling. <laughs> I promise you that will be Telling a Cowboys more
2: revenge game. game.
1: Cowboys home game. They get the Bears week eight. That's the last weekend in October, so it's going to be cold in Chicago. I assume they'll be coming out. The Lions week uh, 10. I don't know that they're worried about the fans for the lions game raven's week raven's week 12 feel like raven's fans will probably travel then broncos bills week 16 is a tough one bills fans will travel the whole city of buffalo will be there and that's like playoff positioning for buffalo and like Uh, fighting for your playoff live for the uh Chargers, so that's that's not great. And then Week 18's at home for the Chiefs, which you just have to hope they have like the one seed locked up by then.
2: Sixteen and zero, and not <laughs> really trying to push it. <laughs> I did. Yeah, they were listed six toughest schedule. Which after reading through that tracks, what uh, what young guys?
1: Have they uh, take a step. So yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot of the injured guys still. I think Asante Samuel Jr. needs to take a step. And honestly, he's not a young guy, but young in the Chargers. J.C. Jackson was where they put a lot of their money last offseason. Got hurt pretty immediately. They didn't really get to see the J.C. Jackson they signed. So that's a guy where it's year two for him in the Chargers. If he's going to be healthy, that changes their whole defensive dynamic. If if he's healthy and Asante Mm -hmm. takes that step, and the step is also him just staying healthy because every time I watched him play, it was just like, that's the regular Asante Samuel. That's He's <laughs> intercepting the ball and hates Bill Belichick. I, I know that guy anywhere.
2: It's the same picture.
1: <laughs> so that's where it's like, if those guys step up, if the offensive lineman we talked about before, even Pipkins, he's still young. If those four guys all step up, Herbert's going to have all day. I guess one young guy that I don't have a ton of faith in, but especially if Eckler's not thrilled there, Isaiah Spiller, who mm. his last year at but he went A and M right Texas A and M Texas, he got like something like sixty percent of his yards out of the SEC, which was like three games. <laughs> like most <laughs> of his yards came <laughs> against much worse competition, so that's where it's like, is this going to translate to the NFL? Like <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh, it didn't year one. We'll see, uh, because again, if Ackler goes down and that team is reliant on him, especially, I feel like to score touchdowns. Yeah, they're going to need someone else to help.
2: Because they lost, who's it? DeAndre
1: Carter was the other running back. I think he left. He was the receiver running, like he was the short receiver. They was him
2: right? some of, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: But yeah, they did have um, who was Buddy that tweets a lot. You?
2: Uh,
1: me? It was me. <laughs> I
2: played running back for the truck.
1: No, who is? Well, Josh Kelly is still there, but that's not who I'm thinking of.
2: And the they had another one? running back recent, in
1: recent years. Uh, he's not there anymore, but he was like they, their better. would kill him? Maybe. It's certainly possible. I know he tweet, tweets a lot. No, like, uh,
0: Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. Yes, that's Justin Jackson. Thank yeah. you.
2: Whitting he's Detroit? Gone. I think so. Okay. I don't the think one he's one on the team
0: right now. I he he retired,
2: actually, oh, he retired. retired. He retired. Uh, uh, yeah, August he 10th. Detroit. Oh, that's fresh. Maybe he, he did go with, to Detroit and then. He retired. was with Detroit. Yes, he was. Fuck this. The one I. They got rookie. I think he was a second round guy. Uh, Tule Tupeloto. Mm-hmm. I think out of USC. So it's going to be like their defense had the 11th worst pressure rate. But Mac missed some games. Supposed to play, I think, four games. So it's, it's like. Those two guys can be healthy, and he can come in immediately as your third change of pace guy. He could make some hay. Which he will. But as I was gonna say, it seems like that's kind of what <laughs> <He> USC <will. laughs> defensive linemen do. But will those top two guys stay healthy? I don't know about their linebacker. Like secondary, like you said, health. If health permits, secondary should be good. Linebacker room, not so sure. Not so sure.
1: Well, I mean, they kind of punted the Kenneth Murray pick. He's been not good, as pretty much everyone predicted when he was coming into the draft, just because he doesn't play, like, line. it's linebacker. Linebacker's tough. It's not a great era to be a
2: linebacker. If you're not all pro, like, immediately, then, yeah, it's yeah. probably not worth
0: yeah. it. Uh, so, well, they did draft um guy, Dan Henley, out, yeah. out of Washington State.
1: I liked him in the draft a lot. I did like him. Yeah, people were high on him. And they, like I said, they brought in Kendrick, so it's like they have stuff. They they have options as opposed to last year, where they really just had Murray, and that was seventy seventy third out of eighty one linebackers is what he was ranked last year per PFF, and that feels generous. Yes, uh, what is he twenty eight coverage grade? No, coverage grade was actually sixty. What's this? What's this twenty eight? Just oh, red zone defense, good. That's where you want your linebacker to be at his worst. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gold in between the twenties, but do not, don't let them get yeah, pull me out, Coach. Don't let me get in there. Nine and a half is the number. They were ten last year. Ten and seven, nine and a half this year. I'm going lower. I'm sorry. I feel like everything in me is like the like that doesn't seem like a ridiculous number. I like what they've, again, kind of betting on health. And, like, we think we are more tweaks away than major changes. And still, I just don't know about these Chargers, man. And anytime I was like, oh, man, they about to blow these Jaguars. Out. Like, yeah, get them out of there. They didn't do it. They didn't. Left them in there. I will take lower for these Chargers. Maybe, another, yeah, I can see them in the Broncos fighting for second place in this division. I don't know if that means a wild card spot, but. I'll go lower. What say you? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go higher.
0: I'm gonna buy and I'm just gonna buy and I think that defense is gonna be healthier. I think that defense uh, doesn't have them give up those close, silly games at the end. You know, mistakes won't uh, kill this team this year. And I, I mean, just the start of their season. You know, Miami, Tennessee. Vikings Las Vegas Dallas they could have a good start here so we we'll, it's another team where we'll know we'll know by their week five bye week what they are
2: goalie if
1: if this was just NFL team X like they weren't called the Chargers I'd be like huh. this seems cutting down the nets like this seems- 12, 14
2: <laughs> wins maybe yeah <laughs>
1: But it's the Chargers, and until they shake that, they're going to be real hard for me to trust them ever, like ever. That being said, I'm still taking the higher because Justin Herbert's so cold, but he's so good that I think he's not break through like he's going to carry them to the Super Bowl right now, but breakthrough where it's like a couple of those losses they would typically charge her in the past. He'll he'll make up for it, so that's where it's like I could see them winning 11.
2: It's, was it this past year or two years ago when he just played with the broken ribs? So that that was his past year. This right? year, I think. Man, year. <laughs>
1: that
2: that's the Chargersy thing, where it's like, hey man, I mean they're five and two, looking pretty good, but there are rumors that Justin Herbert lost his C four and C five over the bye week. Like they don't know where it went. He's four inches shorter now.
1: But the like the real Chargers way for it to happen is like. His own team doctors broke his ribs. Like it just happened on the field, like <laughs> typical football play. Like it wasn't. He was like, "Stay away." It probably would have healed faster with normal doctors. He just asked them to leave him alone, and he's like, "I'll heal
2: however it heals, but you're not touching." It's, as he was slowly backing away, saying not to touch me, he fell down some steps, <laughs> turned an ankle. He's out October at the earliest. That's Chargers ball. So I'm sticking lower. I could, of course, very easily see it. Being higher. If they if he just doesn't break his ribs, they're probably over this or higher than this, but you gotta beat that charger stink first. So um I'm, I'm going lower. You boys going both higher.
1: Yeah. Screw my guns. You seemed upset when I went higher.
0: No, he no, won, no. Chargers, that was uh, that, that was like a yeah. okay that was, <laughs> a, good. Good. that was a good Someone else on my side here. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And then we've got the, I mean, he's boring old Chiefs. This won't take long. 11 and a half is their number. They won 14 last year as well as the Super Bowl. <laughs> They've won this division seven years straight and have five consecutive years of at least 12 victories. Lower. No is this the year would they do this offseason call
1: I and mean, they lost a decent amount of guys they lost orlando brown jr who was left on an island more than any tackle in football last year <laughs> they got they shedded themselves with meko hardman who i don't want to say it never clicked for him but when it came out of georgia people there, i feel like there were higher expectations he was still fine he was just he wasn't tyree Hill 2.0 i fear
2: that's what you come out with like four 2 six speed and it's like we got our Tyreek like yeah Mahomes has two Tyreek kills right he had one
1: they lost Juju who was again just solid for them nothing crazy they lost Juan Thornhill who he wasn't coming off his best
2: year but that's I, the major, yeah
1: I do love Juan I do love me some Juan Thornhill and it's just
2: one of over all the playoff games we see I feel like he's just always in the mix mm-hmm. like when he's been healthy Juan Thornhill's in the mix so I yeah I think that's a big loss.
1: And they lost Andrew Wiley, who I mean, you lost both your tackles, essentially. Hmm. Uh, so that's never great. Now they they brought in more tackles. They brought in Donovan Smith, they brought in Juwan Taylor, uh, they they signed Charles Amenahu to play some edge for them. They swapped him out with um, Frank one my black, black Frank Clark. Uh Derek Nandi, Drew Tranquil, linebacker, they brought in.
2: That's a good addition.
1: They brought Jarek McKinnon back, Mike Edwards. So it's it's a lot of returning guys, but I agree with you. Losing Juan Thornhill, never good.
2: And I, it sounds so wild like we're trolling to say that out loud, but I'm not trolling at all. It's <laughs> just like one of those when you play as many high stakes games as the Chiefs, you need a guy on the back end. It's like, I've been here before. I know, like, we're not going to get burned this way. I'd say we won't get burned, but we're not going to lose like that. So losing him is major.
0: And they lost Chief Saholic, too. Chief so <laughs> he did everything
1: right. And
2: he did they, everything the, right. They did lose B enemy,
1: who he and Mahomes would scream at each other, but it worked. It's hard to say it didn't work. It's Andy Reid's offense, of course, but they did lose a voice.
2: Yeah, I think what Nagy's back in there, right? Like time two I for so. I think it's Matt Nagy's yeah. OC again. So maybe not too much drop off, but yeah, for whatever people say about B enemy from that. Outside, and it does seem him. I mean, he and Mahomes clearly worked well together. I did question, I, like Donovan Smith, I know has been a left tackle, Juwan Taylor's been a right tackle. It seems like they're going to keep him that way. I thought they might flip him, like they signed Juwan Taylor to flip him, put him on the blind side. Donovan Smith didn't have his best year. Maybe you move him to the right, but it seems like they're, I mean, they're so stout up the center. Right. Mahomes gets rid of it so quickly that it could still just be an upgrade on both sides. I know Wiley wasn't juan taylor respectfully and if you think donovan smith just had like an injured year if you think he can get back to it they might have just got a steal of a left tackle and be set up for line again i also i didn't realize juju got 100 targets last year and i think 13 or 14 games so like solid production but was getting the look so can sky Moore? can richie james can cardarius tony rasheed rice can any of those guys step up or does it matter? Because Mahomes will show he doesn't need a receiver to step up. He just needs Travis Kelsey. Right.
1: That's the thing. If if something were to happen to Kelsey, which knock on wood, and that hasn't been at any point of his career, but he still does play football, and it does take, like, six guys to tackle him. So that's where it's like – I'm, like, looking at this, they're the only team I've seen with, like, four number one ranked guys at their position, obviously Mahomes, Kelsey – uh creed humphrey at center and chris jones at D tackle. so it's like they've it does seem like very important positions to have the number one guy so it's hard to be like i don't know about this team like i I feel like they'll be fine
2: (laughs) we five years straight of 12 and seven straight divisions i I, I don't see it you trust him after that i
1: don't see it i do love the richie james pickup like i've been debating adding him in fantasy just because it's like I know there's other guys technically ahead of him on the depth chart, but he was cooking with Daniel Jones for stretches last year. He was cooking with Jimmy mm-hmm. G before that. Like, now he's got Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. I feel like he'll probably be really good.
2: All, I think Tony's already start, like, banged up, I believe. Yeah. Skymore, we'll see. I like Sky Moore juice. this year. I don't know if he's got the juice. 89's all the ju- in. on the juice? Okay. He loves Sky. Yeah, And a
0: lot of the fantasy guys I follow like him this year, too.
2: I do. I wonder if she Rice can get in there early, as well. Huge game just yesterday. Yeah. So I wonder if it's just like, or also we've seen Mahomes doesn't need number one receivers per <laughs> se, or cornerbacks <laughs> or running or much of anything. On the defense, I wonder, like Chris Jones, are they going to like? Is he have? Is he in camp? Is really all I care. I know he's having some contract stuff, but is he like in camp going to play? Do I don't know? Think, I don't think he plans on playing until he gets a new deal, which
1: they should probably just give him a deal. Like I don't,
2: he'd have it today <laughs> if I was the GM, <laughs> and I'd renegotiate it tomorrow in case he twenty-four hours changed his mind in any way. I'm just looking at George Karloftis as a year-two guy because yeah. last year, like twenty games, uh, regular season and post season, his first ten games he had half a sack. Last ten games he had six and a half sacks. And they didn't really jump his snap count that much. He was just doing more with those snaps. So if he something clicked or he was like, I'll just go where Chris Jones is not. There's not people there. <laughs> Maybe he eats early. So he he's who I got my my eye on there.
1: And I think the uh Menohu signing helps with that too. It's like it's not, not all on Carl Loftus. You don't have to do everything. Right. And they took um they took Felix out of Kansas state at the end of the first round this year. So it's like, they, they also, they went and got another edge. So we've so we've wow. talked about it a bunch with a lot of teams. They want a lot of options at edge. You can't just have two guys and call it a day. Uh, but for me, it's McDuffie, the corner they took, Trent McDuffie, uh, his, his biggest first
2: round. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: First round pick. Yeah. 21st overall. Uh, his biggest sin is he's just got tiny little arms, like, a, like a baby. <laughs> uh, and it just didn't matter in the playoffs. Like he made big plays. He was where they grade him at. But 16th overall corner in football last year. And they have LeJarrius as the 13th. They brought over Justin Reed prior to last season to play safety. So it's like they've got a lot of guys that are in their second year, both as second-year players or just second year with the team. So I hmm. like Joe Tooney's relatively recent addition, I think he's year three there now uh, for their guard, one of the best guards in football. So, they've even when they lose a lot like they did this year, they were prepared for that last year. They're prepared for it two years ago. Like, they're as well run of a team as you'll find right now. As much as Sully hates Nick Bolton, they have plenty (laughs) plenty (laughs) of options on this team.
2: Nick Bolton's his 10th straight Super Bowl MVP, and they're just like, hey, blew that coverage week four, 2019. Never forget it. I think this was a team, I think the Chiefs had the lowest money spent last year on cornerbacks as a position in the entire league, and it worked. So, like you mentioned, all those guys are another year in, either the league or with the team. You don't think they get worse? Like, running back, I feel like they've just figured it out off the jump. Like, the last couple of years, it's like, we'll see where CEH fits in, and I think now they, it's like he fits in behind Jerick McKinnon and Pacheco. Like, we don't have to manufacture you stuff. Those two are a better fit for this offense
1: all-time fumbled pick just not what you need there not what you need at all uh you didn't like it no at the time i probably defended it because i was probably talking to you and you were like you should never even look at running back in the eyes is what i would do and i never will and then you see Pacheco last year just running through people and then McKinnon being basically wide receiver one or two behind Kelsey. Those are their top two receivers. So that's where it's like, yeah, CEH. That's why I like
2: Richie James as a third.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the idea of CEH is like both of them combined, but it just has never really worked out that way. Another year or two guy I forgot to mention, and I don't know how, Justin Ross is here. If Justin Ross is just mm. going to be healthy, they have their wide receiver one. Like, not also, a question. Yeah
2: that's the thing like it's like hey man a lot of teams like hey, we have four or five options we don't know if any of them are shake the Chiefs are like we have four or five options we need one to maybe pop <laughs> and if he doesn't we'll probably still win 11 so if two of these guys hit singles we are far and away all set yeah 11 and a half for these Chiefs you buy? I don't <laughs> Andy Reid win, what, 200 games, two Super Bowls. Kelsey been doing this for a little decade straight. All Mahomes do is win 12 games and make the conference championship game. And y'all so quick to throw a higher?
0: I'm not even, Um. like, holding it against this team to go undefeated this year. Their schedule looks like
1: easy as shit to me.
2: Yeah, what's their schedule?
1: It's not tough. They get the Lions at home to open the season, which shout out the Lions for getting that because they were confident last year. That's also not nice for them, like you get to play
2: Mahomes the Super Bowl. That's a UGA playing Oregon or something, 58 to 13. <laughs> to start. And then we don't know how to seriously to take anybody else after that. They
1: get at Jacksonville week two. Like, I'm high on Jacksonville, much higher on the Chiefs. So that's, that's not
2: great. <laughs> at Jacksonville helps. If they yeah, break his ankle again, maybe something.
1: Right. They get the Bears at home. They go at Jets, at Vikings. Five and oh, like the Jets game will be interesting just because even if I don't like the Jets or even if I the Jets offense is not unknown, their defense is unknown. So that'll be a good battle. Uh, The Vikings don't have a defense that will not be a battle. (laughs) They have the Broncos on a Thursday. Hard to take the Broncos serious against them. Oh, I do feel like they usually play one tight game against the Chiefs every year. The other one typically is not tight, but the one is tight. (laughs) Then they get the Chargers, they get the Dolphins at home before the bye, they get the Eagles off the bye on a Monday, so you get like an ek, a bonus bye. What week is their bye? Nine. Ten. Ten. Perfect. I, that's a perfect bye week. Perfect bye. The I Chiefs be, don't need any extra help. The Patriots bye week was week 10, the entire Brady stretch. It was always week 10. It was like this is right. This is good and all is good in the world. So even the Eagles game, it's at home, it's off the bye. I feel like they couldn't ask for a better time to play the Eagles.
2: That's the Monday night? Monday night, feeling. yeah.
1: Then they play.
0: And Andy Reid's probably got like a 100-0 record off a of bye on a Monday
1: night.
2: Oh, <laughs> and Revenge Reid?
1: Crazy off the bye. his record. Like, genuinely
2: absurd. All, him and Spagnolo, who's back as their defensive coordinator, it's one of those, like, it's even crazier. Mm-hmm. Like, quarterbacks, I think they've either seen before or something. It's like, they see you twice or after the bye. It's probably not going to go well for you. This, this at Packers,
1: Bills, at Patriots, just because it's two cold places in December. Like, I don't think the Packers and Patriots up combined would beat the, the Chiefs. <laughs> but having to go there in December, like, that's they play four road games in five weeks after that Eagles game. Mm-hmm. That kind of travel that late in the year. And then they get the Bengals on New Year's Eve, which has always been tough for them like that or since Burrow's yeah. been there it's been tough for them.
2: Where's that game at? Kansas City.
1: That one's, not that
2: it cares not that Burrow matters.
1: <laughs> that Burrow <borough laughs> head.
2: Yeah, smoking on that Joe Burrow.
0: Also, Jordan Love's already outplayed Patrick Mahomes once in his career, so sure, they bro. they could be they'll be undefeated coming into that game and <laughs> we'll leave with the, the upset ruin that
2: season for him real quick. Tradition. Yep. Now, the one I don't think Mahomes I feel like he gets too bored during regular games to ever like seventeen zero. You got to be locked in. I feel like he would say that, and then week eight he's like, "I wonder if I could throw this like between my legs for first down." Because <laughs> they was it week two or three they lost to, like the Colts last year. I think yeah. they like the Chiefs need one of them type wins. Like all right, let me stop fucking around a little bit.
0: He's going to complete the back be, behind-the-back pass this year, for, for sure. sure. He's doing it the, this
2: year. The no-look behind-the-back, he, he's getting some distance on it. It used to be like a little check down now. Now it's going 8, 10 yards. <laughs> I said, oh, boy. It's going to be like opposite side of the end
1: zone in the red zone. That's what <laughs> he's going to do. Tight end leak Kelsey's out. Kelsey's
2: wide open somehow. Yeah. It's like, how do you leave him wide open?
1: <laughs> yeah, them them lose. I, I don't think they're going to lose the Lions week one, based like the way we're saying overlooking it. It wouldn't shock me if they were like ring right. night. They were a little too amped. I also think they just roll them, but like Jags bears week two and three. That's what the jets need. The jets need them to be three and oh coming into that game. Cause if they're yes. two and one jets are getting steamrolled.
2: Listen, if they're one and two, somehow they won't lose again. This like, not even kidding. <laughs> They'll be like, yeah, enough, enough. <laughs> 11 and a half higher. Goob, you going higher?
0: Much higher. I much I am higher. As well,
2: I mean, again, five years straight of 12 wins is just ridiculous all around. So, yeah. And if I'm wrong here, if this is the year Kelsey is old and <laughs> that Mahomes trick y'all magic runoff after a little five, six, seven year span, then I got off early. But
1: I'll go higher there. They're so good
2: they are very very and it like we said they they were thinking about this year's issues last year so they're already on to 2025 draft trying to get some capital i don't like it, it scares me then it what are we looking for just from this division on the whole then we'll we'll wrap up is there any like player stretch rookie or is it just i don't want to get lost in the board it's like i just want to see my homes play as much as i can man if he's on tv i'm watching him i don't care who he's playing against or what he's doing i would just prefer so i'm looking to see patrick mahomes this year
0: i want to see the mahomes and i want to see herbert match the mahomes matchup i want to see him take that Mm. step and keep those matchups spicy you know Mm. and sean pain i mean that's the biggest question is he the goat that's is he s tier he's fighting for s tier
2: we will see
1: I'm kind of looking forward to Peyton just getting steamrolled like most of the season. I think Is he that's It would be very funny to me if he was just a NFC South merchant. Like, if he was just not built for the West or the AFC, really, that'd be very funny. Maybe Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl. Sick, dude. That's not difficult.
2: <laughs> uh- <laughs> Three weeks into him and Russ are like, bro, can you believe how cooked we are and how much they gave up? Like we. They we both, know the Ponzi scheme is up. They both beat Peyton Manning in the Super
1: Bowl like that. I don't, I don't know that I count either of them. The more I'm talking about it,
2: is this the only tie that binds them? It's like, hey, y'all remember we beat that guy and then you beat that guy.
1: Mostly with defense, both times. 43 8, safety to start that game. Uh in the Seahawks one. And the other one was Trace big Tracy Porter hours. Just house call. So that's what, I don't know. i got to have For these front.
2: offensive geniuses, these <laughs> offensive masterminds. <laughs> I've got big
1: fraud watch on those those Bronx. But uh yeah, Herbert's super enticing. If he were in any other division, I feel like he'd get talked more like Trevor Lawrence. I I do feel like Trevor Lawrence in public favor right now is held in higher regard, especially since Trevor Lawrence beat Justin Herbert in the playoffs last year. Definitely helps. But if Herbert just wasn't in the Holmes division, I feel like it would be like, oh, yeah, they're walking into the division title, maybe like top two, three seed. But instead, now you're going to play him twice. uh, And then maybe again in the playoffs if you get that far. Tough scene, but I'm I'm very much. In his
2: place, because he doesn't do road playoff games.
1: That's where it's like 11 and a half. How could you even say that? You think they're going to go 11 and six? Like, I can't see that.
2: What do they know? Yeah, what do they know? Because this could be, if it was thir- 13 and a half, is probably the highest I'd do. That's probably a little high. But 12 and a half, I'd still go higher mm-hmm. for these Chiefs. 13 and a half 17 and a half. And I'm like, is Mahomes and Reed? They're still there? <laughs> we got anything else on this AFC West? I hope the I hope the Raiders
1: go 0 17. They might. That defense.
0: The more I what, think about it.
2: What if it's one and sixteen, but the one is against the Patriots in a much, much funnier way. But they lose the rest by twenty <laughs> they get smoked. Every other game, you get to laugh at McDaniels. Every other week,
1: it's only funny if that cost them the number one pick,
2: Texan style,
1: you know what I mean? Like, if that win, mm-hmm. get, now all of a sudden they're like in a coin flip for the second pick, <laughs> <It's like> they, <laughs> they don't even get the second pick, then it's like, all right, yeah, that was well worth it. But if that, if they still get the number one pick and Caleb Williams is just dominant for 15 years, that would suck.
2: No, nah, it would be good. Would they even take him with Aiden O'Connell there? I don't know. These are the questions we will have answered over the course of this season throughout the AFC West. So we appreciate y'all tapping in. Please hit that thumbs up on the YouTube. We will have the NFC West coming for you later this week. We have the AFC and NFC East. Those are already up. Check those out if you have not. For the McMahon, for school, for YC, Dean, everybody helping behind the scenes, we appreciate you. Thumbs up on the way out. We'll catch you next time.